been a bad boy in my lifetime. But now I'm trying to be righteous in the Lord's eyes. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 5 of After God's Own Heart podcast. It's your boy Ira Trills, Ira T. <laughs> you know, a testament to God's patience because I really used to be a bad boy before. Um, um, nah, joking, uh, just a, a, a normal guy um, from London Bridge. Okay, so uh, welcome to episode 5. Uh, for those already, for those of you who haven't already, tune into episode four, where we looked at uh, why that sometimes God feels far away, and we gave some quick examples. Well, I gave some quick examples as to why sometimes God feels far away. That sometimes maybe He's building your character, and um, even though He's still right next to you, uh, you know He's more interested in your character developing and your faith improving. As an example. Um, just like you know, if you you know, and, and you, just like if you had a child, for example, your child might think that you're far away from him when or her when they're doing the homework. But really and truly, you're keeping yourself in the other room because you want them to finish the homework first. Um, that's an example of sometimes why God feels far away. Uh, another example, maybe because there's some repenting you need to do on your own end. So that's what we looked at. Also, um, now obviously, naturally, if you offend someone that you love all the time, naturally they're gonna keep a distance a bit away from you. Um, doesn't mean that they don't, they don't love you. You're not saved. It just means that you might not be able to walk in that daily, daily connection if you know if you don't repent. And then lastly, we looked at also that sometimes there are some evil presences and pagans working against you. Okay, cool. So in today's episode, we're gonna be looking at how to actually hear from God. Like, what does God's voice look like? How do you know if you're hearing from God or if you're making things up in your mind? Or if you're, you know, hallucinating, or you know, if you drank a bit too much, um, so like, how do you know that God is the one speaking to you? Um, and, you know, we're going to look at how to listen to God, how to recognize God's voice, and then also we'll look at what God's voice doesn't sound like, as well. Um, if this is your first time tuning in, the whole concept of this podcast is we look at the interactions of different characters in the Bible. And, you know, we look at the relationships with different characters in the Bible so that we can use that as a model and a blueprint for our relationships and interactions with other people in a modern day world. Uh, it's, a, it's a fun and entertaining way of looking at the Bible and making it easy and lighthearted for all people, for all Christians on their journey to understand. And even for atheists or people who are agnostic to also um, enjoy and understand. Okay, so with that introduction... You know, how do you hear from God? Are you someone who's wondering why you haven't heard from God before? Or, you know, would you be able, would you even be able to recognize if God's spoken to you before in the past? And, you know, I guess this is a natural progression from the last episode again, which spoke about why God, feel dist- why God feels distant, right? Cool. So, you know, it could be a thing where maybe God's actually speaking to you already, um, but maybe you don't really recognize his voice. So, how do you recognize someone's voice? Again, you only really know what someone's voice is like if you spend time with them. 
I mean, someone can still speak with you, obviously, if you don't spend time with them. But really and truly, most of your friends, right, most of your closest friends, if you get on the phone to them and they call you on private, as soon as you heard their voice, you'll know, okay, that's this person or that's that person. Uh, but imagine you didn't know who was calling you on private number, for example. You wouldn't know, right? Um, you know, you heard, a, you heard a strange voice. You wouldn't know who's speaking. So likewise... You know, how do you know that the voice you're hearing isn't from God? You know, you won't be able to know if you're not really spending time with him. So for me, there's three ways that God really speaks to me. Um, so firstly, he speaks to me directly. Um, and I'll expand on this. Um, so for example, that's where, like, for example, he might drop something in my spirit or in my mind. Or, you know, even out loud, sometimes I've heard certain things out loud. I'm like, there's no one else in the room. Am I even losing my mind or is that God speaking to me? Or um, sometimes I also get dreams. Again, not every dream is from God, right? But sometimes I get random dreams um, which have meaning. And that's another way God speaks to me. So that's the first way, directly, right? So God speaks to me directly through dropping things in my spirit. Sometimes out loud, sometimes in a vision or a dream. Uh, The second way God can speak to you is when you're reading the word. Uh, We see this in the Bible as well. And a lot of the time, um, when people read the Bible, they just read it as if it's a like storybook. I guess the Bible does have good stories and it's fun and entertaining. Um, but the Bible is also for getting to know God and for guidance. So, uh, I, another way that I, I listen to God or I hear from God is when I read the Bible, I also give some time after for like, meditation to see what the Lord could be saying to me. And then thirdly, God speaks to me through the people around me, right? So uh, I believe God, the three ways God speaks to people is um, directly to them, reading, you know, them reading the word, you know, and people being around, or the people the people who are around them. And I'll give examples as also. Um, yeah, so okay, cool. So with number one, God speaking directly to people. I've got a lot of examples. Um, I'll go into two examples in the book of Acts. So the first example is in Acts 8. And we see that God speaks directly to Philip. So what I'll do is I will read the, the verse and then I'll, I'll give some context after as I normally do. Verse 25. So when Peter and John had given the testimony... And preached the word of God, they started back to Jerusalem, preaching the good news about salvation in many, in, in many Samaritan villages along the way. But an angel of the Lord said to Philip, Get up and go south to the road that runs from Jerusalem down to Gaza. And I thought Gaza was a Vascartel thing. But yeah, and you know, this is a desert road. So he got up and went, and there was an Ethiopian eunuch, a man of great authority. A court official of Candace, queen of the Ethiopians, who was in charge of all her treasure. He had come to Jerusalem to worship, and he, he was returning and sitting in his chariot, he was reading the scroll of the prophet Isaiah. And then verse 29 says, Then the Holy Spirit said to Philip, Go up and join his chariot. Yeah. So in this example, what's going on for context is, uh, again, this is Acts um, 8, the early church. And Philip is in Jerusalem and an angel of the Lord previously tells him to go from Jerusalem down to Gaza, right? And that's a, and that's on a desert road. 
and on that road, along that road together, there's an Ethiopian man reading the scriptures of um of Isaiah, and whilst Philip is on the way to the desert road, the Holy Spirit tells him to go up and join his chariot. So the Holy Spirit speaks directly to Philip. It says there. Right? So that's an example in the Bible of God speaking directly to people. Um, I know you probably wonder why I mentioned the God Spirit and God. Again, the Spirit and God are one. Uh, so, you know, it is God Spirit, God is Spirit. Um, and I'll delve on that topic probably in, in a later episode. Uh, for another example, you can see that God speaks to Moses face to face as a man talks to his friend. Right? Um, and then also, how does that sound? How does that look? Um, the Holy Spirit telling Philip to do something. And again, I believe maybe the, you know the Holy Spirit could have just said it to him out loud, go on this chariot, or the Holy Spirit could have put something in his mind and said, go on this chariot and speak to this guy. So that's an example of it being direct. Uh, another example of it being direct, if you remember, I also mentioned visions. And again, if you look at Acts 9, so I'll read some of the verse and then um, I guess I'll put the, the full chapter notes in the um, description of the podcast as I normally do. So if you look at Acts 9, right, from verse 10 it says, Now in Damascus there was a disciple named Ananias. Ananias? Yep. And the Lord said to him in a vision, Ananias, <coughs> and he answered, Here I am, Lord. And the Lord said to him, Get up and go to the street called Straight and ask at the house of Judas for a man from Tarsus named Saul, for he is praying there. And in a vision he has seen a man named Ananias come in and place his hands on him so that he may regain his sight. Yeah. So for context, um, earlier on, um, Saul, whose name gets changed to Paul, obviously in the Bible, is blinded by um, the Lord. And the Lord tells um, Saul that someone will heal him in the, in, in the city. And that someone turns out to be Ananias. So we see here that God speaks to um, Ananias. But this time it says to him that the Lord spoke to him that in a vision. Yeah. That's another example of the Lord speaking to people in a vision. Yeah. Okay. So that's one. Uh, number two, reading the word. So, what's the word? The word is the Bible, right? And or the word is the instruction that people have written down that's been said or inspired by God, right? And it's you know it's the word of God, right? So you can see that, and and one quick example of this is in Exodus twenty-four, right? And you know in verse seven it says, "Then Moses took the book of the covenant and read it aloud to the people." And they said, everything that the Lord has said we will do, everything that the Lord has said we will do, and we will be, we will be obedient. So for some context, what's happened here is earlier on, God has spoken to Moses about the rules that, will, that the Israelites will follow. And then Moses writes them all down. And then he, from, reading them, from writing them all down, right, he then reads it aloud to the people. So that's an example of them hearing from God um, via the word. So they didn't hear from God directly. Um, they heard from God via the book that was written, which contained God's words and instructions. Uh, so that's the Bible. So, you know, for me, 
I, I tend to hear a lot from God from reading the Bible. Um, so I meditate. So I mean, I might read something and I, and I might realize, you know what, this particular situation is applicable to my life in this area. Uh, for example, yeah. And then thirdly, through the people who are around you. So God can speak to you through the people who are around you. A great example of this is when Nathan talks to David in Second Samuel chapter twelve. So in verse 1 we see it says, And the Lord sent Nathan the prophet to David. Yeah. So what's happened here is uh, David's killed Uriah so that he could sleep with and fornicate with um, Bathsheba. And God's not happy about that. So God tells Nathan to go and talk to David and tell him he's not happy. So that's an example of God talking to someone um through a person right um you know how many times do you how many times does someone speak to you and it's exactly what you need to hear at the right time you know that could be god speaking to you i give you an example um i was at my friend's balloon send-off on saturday and i was saying something like that and i swore very quickly like it was like um out of instinct i just said like i, mean, I think i said the f word right and i'll beat myself up about it i was like ah oh, damn yeah, and then someone was like to me, listen, don't beat yourself up. The Bible also says, you know, um, though a, a righteous man falls down seven times, stands up again. And then, and, and then she was also like, you know, don't feel shameful because the devil can use it as a stronghold. Right? And you know what? And that's exactly what I needed, I needed to hear because before that, I was feeling down that weekend. On um, This weekend, this past weekend, I've been feeling down. And that word from her was exactly what I needed. And looking back at it, um, I believe, you know, that was God speaking through her to me, telling me, okay, you slipped up, you swore, you, you know, did some profanity, you, you, you used some profanity, um, let's, let's move on now, let's repent and move on, as opposed to feeling bad about it, feeling sad about it for time, um, you know, and that's, you know, that's an example of someone speaking to me, of God speaking through them to me, uh, for example, um, yeah, so, you know, yeah, again, so, yeah, you know, in fact, on Saturday, I mean, this is, yeah, on Saturday, that's just gone, um, a bit of feeling down because, you know, my friend passed away and we did a balloon service for him, and, um, you know, one of my harshest critics spent like 20, spent like, you know, a good amount of time just praising me, and that came out of nowhere, um, and, you know, I could be, I could, I could have been God again speaking through him to just give me encouragement. Yeah, so, and that's why it's also important to surround yourself with good people, good godly people. But we'll talk about that in a future episode. So, again, in summary, the three ways God can speak with you are directly. I want to mean directly is like he can say something audible, you know, loud, right? He can drop something in your spirit where in your mind you can't shake it off and you, you feel like, you know, there's peace with it. And, you know, you know it's from God. Or, you know, he might, you know, say something to you in a vision or in a dream. Yeah. Um, so that's number one, directly. Uh, number two, um, he could speak to you through his word when you read the Bible. Uh, maybe you might, you know, you might have a situation at work and you read the Bible and you're like, you know what, I can apply this to work. And that's God speaking to you about your work situation. Um, and again, important for that is to meditate. And again, the third way that God can speak with you is through the people around you 
all through people in general. You know, they might not necessarily need to be close friends. It could be a completely stranger who says something to you, which is a message from God. And even they might not even know it's a message from God. It might just be them talking and then you, over time you're like, you know what? That was a message from God. I remember last year, back when I used to be a proper drinker. I remember I was pre-drinking before going to this motive. Um... And the guy was like to me, yo, you know, God loves you. You know, you know, God wants you to keep trying to come back to him. And you know, that gave me encouragement to continue my journey towards God again. And I've never seen a guy since. Um, but I was exactly what I needed at that particular point in time. That was God showing to me, yes, Arif, I know you think I'm distant, but I'm still watching over you, I still care over you, and I still want you to come back. And uh, that was what, last year? And that was, that was great to... To have someone say that to me when I'm pre-drinking. Like, he literally... I'm outside the motive, like, a couple of minutes away from the motive. And he, a random guy just on his way somewhere else stops to talk to me for, like, two, three minutes. And that felt great. And, you know, that's another example of just someone speaking to you. But it's actually God speaking through them to you. Yeah. Um, You know, like we saw with Nathan to David. Again, you know, it's, you know, it's also important to pray... And being God's will, right? Because we are sometimes going to hear it wrong. Sometimes, you know, we are sometimes going to get it wrong. Sometimes you might hear something and think it's from God, but it's not. It's nonsense. Um, you know, a typical example is um, um, a typical example is sometimes you might pray for you might pray to God and but like, God, um, you know, if show me whether this is for me or not, right? And then that thing ends up hurting you, for example. And then your conclusion is that's God showing you that that thing's not for that that, that thing's not for you. Well, that could just be circumstantial. That thing could be for you, but it has hurted you. And a lot of the time we get it wrong, and we tend to maybe try to um, use our intelligence to confirm whether God's speaking to us or not. And you know, so sometimes we might get it wrong. And that's why it's important to align yourself in God's will. You know, for example, how many, how many times do you hear people saying, um, "God's told you you're going to be my wife." And then two years down the line, the relationship tanks. It's over. So did God tell you that you know that person's gonna be your wife, or didn't he? You know what I mean? Um, right. So you know that's an example. Or God's told you you're gonna, you know, this guy's gonna be your husband, but you, you God's told you that about three different guys. Um, so you know, obviously that's not God telling you about it. That's your mind telling you about that, right? Um, and again, no shame. Um, we all get it wrong. So there might be times when you think you've heard from God and you haven't, uh, but you know it requires a lot of humility on your part to accept that at any given moment you can be wrong and that's fine. Um, yeah. Um, so you know there's some checklists, right? You know the Bible talks about when you know God's voice sometimes is a still, um, small, quiet voice. So how sensitive are you to God's voice? Are you, you know, do you even take time to meditate to God? Um, do you when you pray? Are you just praying? And not talking, and are not so are you praying and not listening, or are you also praying and waiting to hear back as well? You know, a lot of people, uh, even me, when I when I when I was, you know, when I was, you know, being a bad boy back in the day, I'd pray to God, I'd pam him with requests, pam him with asking for stuff, pam him with a favor and request, but then as soon as I finished praying, I didn't sit down and wait for him to talk to me. What I did instead was, I you know, I just said good night and I slept. Or watch TV, or went out. You know what I'm saying, right? 
And you know, that's that's like that's that's akin to you, you know, your friends calling you and they're just talking for time, talking rubbish as well for time, gossip, rubbish, and locking off the phone before you get to talk. You know, why you know, how how can that person then say to us we don't talk to them? But they don't give us a chance to. You know, so maybe you're not hearing from God because you haven't really given them a chance to speak with you. Or you're not being sensitive enough. Uh, another example, another issue that a lot of people go through, especially me, is we let our emotions get in the way. Um, you know, for example, in the past I was in a relationship. Relationship wasn't working, right? And I heard a message from God saying, yo, you need to bounce, you need to work on yourself, you need to dip. Yeah? But I like the babe, so I was like, I want to try and make this work, God, you know what I'm saying? You know, I want to try and make this work, right? And for a couple of months, I was, you know, I didn't listen to God, right? And, you know, I'm wondering why relationship's not working anymore. And, you know, well, you know, but I mean, God's like, well, I told you to dip, right? You haven't dipped, so what do you want me to do? And obviously, God can still bless me and give me good moments in that relationship, in that relationship right? But ultimately, relationship was, wasn't working or failing. And I had to be like, you know what, God, your, your way is true. I need to dip. Um... And that's an example of me letting my emotions get in the way of me hearing from God. Sometimes you know you've got to do something. You know in your spirit. You know in your soul you've got to do something. But emotions tell you otherwise. Um, right? Okay. So here's a quick checklist to know whether what you're hearing is from God or from your mind. Or something else. Alright, cool. Um, rule number one. Is it opposite to God's word? You know, God isn't a liar, God's words are true today, tomorrow and forevermore, right, God won't tell you one thing and then do another thing, right, um, if, you know, you know, the Bible talks about thou shall not, um, covet, um, a, a man's wife, yeah, so if you're a man and you've seen that woman's married and you're thinking God's told you that's going to be your wife, that's not going to be your wife, bruh, yeah, unless you're unless you're planning on um, you know, you know, scheming a way to murder that the husband, right? Which is another thing in itself. That woman isn't gonna be a wife, and you know, God wouldn't tell you to murder that man anyway. So in short, that woman wouldn't is not gonna be a wife. So that that voice isn't from the Lord. It's from you, and you gotta sort that out, my boy. Yeah, um, so. Yeah, a checklist, you know, is it opposite to God? Is it opposite to God's word? And what does the Bible say about it? Um, you know, my mentor used to give me, like, three rules. He says, you know, what does God say? Um, what does your mind say? And then what do your closest people around you say? Um, you know, that's a good validation system as to whether what you're hearing from God is from you, your internal flesh, or whether it's actually from God. And then... Be another one example that I like. That I like it's confirmative experiences. Um, so sometimes you might have heard God's voice, or you might have thought you've heard God's voice today. And I like to ask God, you know, confirm this messages from you, please. I don't want to make, a, you know, I don't want to be wrong. And sometimes what would happen is, in two or three weeks' time, someone might say something to me, and it's like, you know what? Yeah, that thing I heard three weeks ago was from God, right? Uh, I remember a good example when I was looking at the book of Daniel, right? for um episode four right which will came out last wednesday right oh uh, you know like so I, I pray a lot before um these podcasts are released by the way yeah so um i read those 10 chapters of daniel first before i actually to get proper context right 
um, and I released that podcast I think Wednesday and then four or five days later at church they spoke about Daniel again and that was the first time I spoke about Daniel at church for a while so you know that was confirmation for me that you know what cool what he told them guys on the podcast in episode 40 right that was some good stuff that's from me that's from the Lord yeah this is cool thanks to the Lord for the confirmation that's episode 5 so that's an example of confirmative um, confirmative experiences yeah uh, again, we could we can get it wrong, but you know, the more you spend time with God, the more you'll be able to understand His voice. Okay, cool. So do, those are my examples. Uh, what are your examples? How do you hear from God? Um, you recognize God's voice. What tips do you have? Um, you know, if you have any questions or if you have any comments, message me directly on Instagram at iray.ae and on Twitter at iraylewa, which is i r. A Y L I W A and Instagram is I R E dot A E. Uh thanks for tuning in. Uh follow the podcast at After God's Own Pod, all in one word, please, on Instagram, Spotify, Twitter, SoundCloud and and um and iTunes. Um I'm gonna have some guests coming on soon. Let me know if you wanna be a guest. Uh please, please, um, Keep sharing. I really appreciate that. We're getting some good conversations going on globally. Uh, use the hashtag um, hashtag after God's own pod, and then also please, please uh, leave a review and subscribe. Thanks for tuning in, and um, see you again next week.